Hi everyone and welcome to Hashtag No Offence. I'm Lisa and this is James. Good eye. And we're going to be talking to you today about minding your morals. I think we all need to clean up our morals, James. I've been looking on TikTok and I don't like what I see. Why? You know the the fake acts of kindness that everyone just keeps posting you know they there's one that's really notorious and he's from australia and he's even come out and said that he's not sorry he doesn't care but basically he goes around holding a bouquet of flowers he just targets a woman and sometimes it's not even a woman like but mostly it is and then gives them the bouquet to hold while he ties a shoelace or whatever he's you know busy at that moment and then they, so they think they're just holding a bouquet and then he just kind of walks away and is like, you can have it, like it's yours. And then they're like, oh, okay, thanks. I mean, as far as acts of kindness go, that I mean, that's all right. I mean, I could really pick this here. Would you respect him more if he didn't record it? Yes. And that's what I'm getting at here is that he is more all about looking like a brand is trying to build fame and likes and and i get the sentiment that at least it's a kind way of doing it because like i said there's some weird stuff on tiktok and you can get you know some pranks that just aren't that great and you can get some tiktoks and you know like we always saying about the youth and they're always filming weird stuff and they get weird trends so it's not not a terrible trend Mm. But um, there was one woman, she basically really clapped back with it. And she said that she didn't appreciate him filming her and posting it on the internet, that she felt very vulnerable and she felt violated and that she didn't want that bouquet of flowers. And it to her, it's just not an act of kindness. It's ridiculous. Mm. And it's impeding on her human rights. What do you think about this, James? I think if you're going to do something, just do it for the benefit of righteousness. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he's not doing, if he wasn't filming it, he would not be giving flowers to anyone, would he? He's doing it purely for likes, purely for entertainment. And this is the only angle he could really think of. Lame, if you ask me. I think it's so lame. And then but he's better than like maybe going around punching people and filming it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, there's maybe worse trends. That. Yeah, there is worse things. You probably have to weigh it up, I, I'd imagine. But I can see how it annoys you. Yeah, and it just annoys me also that he just complete like just goes to completely defend himself and saying that he isn't making people feel like this. So now he's gaslighting everyone publicly, <laughs> and I'm just like, what? This like, morals, James. We're losing sense. A society is losing sense of its morals. Also, James, have you heard in the news recently that Elon Musk's father has t- he has two children with his stepdaughter? Did you know that? Two. That's a bit freaky. And, you know, some people might be running to his defense in their minds and be like, oh, yeah, but he might have, that stepdaughter is not related to him biologically. And maybe he hasn't known her that long and stuff like that. No, uh, he's not biologically related at all mm. to the, to this woman, yes. But he came into her life when she was four years old and he came in as a dad. Yeah, right. So that to me... That's very, very complex. That's odd. That's... That is odd. We need to speak to a psychiatrist. But what do I know? These these people are rich and smart. 
He's yeah. a mechanical engineer. How old is he? He's 76 now. He's an electromechanical engineer. Yeah, so when he was growing up, though, like Elvis was marrying marrying a 14-year-old girl and stuff like that was going on. It's a sign of the times. It was a sign of the times, I reckon. It doesn't make but it not right. cool. No, it, it ain't, ain't right. right. It ain't right. Yeah, that's disgusting. If you like. That literally is gross. And do you know Elon Musk's on his 10th kid? Is that right? His 10th kid, James. Yeah, but he can afford it. Yeah, but it's not about affording it, is it? It's just... It's your, your uncle had like 18 kids. Yeah, but he's Irish and Catholic. <laughs> That's just normal. We expect that from these people. <laughs> Bill Gates, James. Bill Gates, you know, because he divorced his wife like over a year ago now. He cheated on his wife. Can you picture Bill Gates cheating on his wife? He's had a loyal... And he owns, and he owns the world. He pretty much, yeah. And he has this woman that stood by his side through it all from the beginning. And then he cheats on her. Yeah. That this is what I'm talking about, James, with minding your morals. But at least when you're that rich, I mean, what's what's cheating? Because you can, you, if you're that rich, there are so many gold diggers and. Yeah, but he can invent a machine like a simulation and pretend he's cheating in this simulation <laughs> machine. <laughs> he can he make built. a robot. <laughs> he can cheat with a robot. He could do lots of things. Yeah. He's not bored, James. No, no. So um, for me. That makes me feel like Bill Gates's wife's getting cheated on and, you know, Beyonce's been cheated on. There's no hope for us, anyone. No hope for <laughs> any of you listeners. Did you say Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce. You know, Jay-Z cheated on her. This is ages ago now. Yeah, but... I... Made, you know, the, the whole album Lemonade was made about it. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, Where right. have you been, boy? I'm not... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, You're not pop culture. <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm uh, not taking you to any never pop listened, quiz. I've never listened to a Beyonce album. I mean, ultra talented, and um, she's got them. I don't like celebrity surrogacy. I think it's different to mainstream surrogacy. So, I think they're two separate things. If I may ask you a question, what do you what do you think of celebrity culture now? Now you're thirty four. I think it's really shit and toxic. Yeah, right. I wouldn't want to be a celebrity. I think it's really weird. They're like. We treat them like they're gods and not actual people. Yeah, I often think that. I often think like they are like the royalty. Like they have it the, the same wealth as a royal family six, seven hundred years ago. Yeah, I often think about that at night. They yeah, they literally are. They are like pharaohs. Yeah, modern they are day ex- modern day pharaohs, and I ain't down. And a lot of them, most of them, don't have any talent. Yeah, and the thing is though, is that they. They just want to stay in it as well. Like they moan about the paparazzi and stuff like that. And the paparazzi can be like nuts. Like, but also they keep having babies. And even if they can't have babies, they pay other people to make them more babies. And then they they just want to make their babies famous as well. So we get to a stage where, you know, the celebrity world is just you you bred into it, aren't you? Yeah. Celebrity is kind of, if you're ultra talented, so say like uh, someone like The Weeknd or, so if you've got ultra, if you're ultra talented, then I, I, I would definitely accept that you probably can't leave your house and, you know, like they had to shut down the, the theme parks for you and stuff like that. But I feel like now 
in in these modern times that it's kind of anyone can be famous. They whinge and stuff like that. There's so many famous people now and there's so many up-and-coming famous people now that um, they want to be famous. They yeah. want it. They yeah. literally want that. Yeah, fame. the fame will come first, talent second, yeah. But yeah, but going back to like the surrogacy thing, I just feel really weirded out by celebrities paying because you know it's not normal people just having a baby for someone Mm. and the kindness of their heart Mm. we know that's not what's happening and I get there's emotions and they wish they could have children and they can't some of them can they're just they're you know why would they risk any complication if they can pay another person to do it but I just feel that it's just a bit strange I feel that the psychology of it of you paying another person to carry your child is an odd sentiment. I, I find it an odd sentiment. Do you know my favourite celebrity? Think to the future and you were a surrogate baby. How would you be feeling? Well, I've got a rich step-parent. Yeah, but where's your biological I don't think mother? Probably, I don't, yeah, but I don't think you'd be thinking much about it. Yeah, I see your point. And, they, and I would imagine once they grow up, they go and try and find their um, biological family. But I don't know. I just feel like it's from the get-go, it's all complicated and unnecessary. And Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think if you, know, if you can afford it and you're a good person. Do you think oh, celebrity surrogacy is just so popular and normalised and everyone's like, oh, great. Do you think that it will become mainstream just normally in the, in the community? Like you'll go to the supermarket and bump into Jill and she's like, oh, hey, no, oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm a surrogate. Yeah. You know, is, is that... You get surrogate oh, mothers. Oh, look at you surrogating again. Surrogate mothers, pregnant women lined up in Walmart. I, yeah. want that, I want that one. Yeah, you would. You'd just get a lot of women just being like, I'm not even going to go to work. I'm just going to be a surrogate. I don't, I don't know. know. I just find it strange territory. It is. I mean, I think it's just highlighting... I think you're just highlighting the fact that you know, people are just being used. I just don't understand it. It scares me. I think it's people are being used for financial gain. Like, and they would be. You because... know, it's like it's life. You know, you're bringing life into the world. You know what I mean? And that's kind of, you're just doing it for monetary gain. You wouldn't. I mean, you do hear it in the news and things like that. Like a mother, like a grandmother that her children are, you know, in their 30s, they can't have children. And then the grandmother will be a surrogate and stuff like that i i understand things like that i get that i just i don't know it just it just weirds me out a bit to be honest and that's not taking away from people that are really sad that they can't have children i feel for them and things like that and i i understand that surrogacy is like an option for those people and i wouldn't know what it feels like to not be able to have a child so i can't really comment on that but all i can really comment on is that i just i just feel that surrogacy is it feels very alien to me but we see it a lot in the media with celebrities and i just think wow will that ever come into real life what happens if there's um like complication with the birth and say the baby gets damaged in some way or disabled in some way would the potential surrogate parents say oh actually no we no we don't want it now 
Like, is, I bet that's a refund. thing. Refund. We want a refund. I bet refund. that's a thing, and I bet that's happened. Or even the woman risking her life. You know, when you're having a baby, there's lots of complications yeah, that can yeah, happen. Same, yeah, same. Yeah, same scenario. Are they yeah. are they getting life insurance? Are they are they psychologically aware of the implications? No woman knows of what giving birth is going to. Each time is completely different. Yeah, for me, I just find it the moral around it. I, I just find it very complex. For for me personally, I see it like this. It's a very complex. You have to accept. I want to be <clears throat> three inches taller, bigger, and have more muscles than I do. Like that's I don't have the genetic. I don't have natural genetics. So for, like for me to get a good body, I had to work really, really, really hard to get it. You know, and so like that's something. Especially as I'm aging, I, I accept that about myself, and I feel like maybe that's something that they should take into consideration. That you know these um, potential surrogate parents is kind of like sometimes you just have to accept the gifts and the gifts you don't get in life as well. You know, I'd be interested to know how many percentage of surrogacy how many don't accept a penny yeah you know obviously only for like appointments and things like that but how many are doing it purely for the morals like a friend of the couple yeah who are doing purely for the morals to help said couple have a baby yeah okay that would be interesting yeah to, to to know the data around that i mean no judgment from us this is just hashtag no offense this is just my thoughts yeah if you don't like it, turn over. We, yeah, we don't think these people are evil or anything, but... Holy shit, James, I'm so they're evil. <laughs> did, did, I go, <laughs> did I go too far? <laughs> they're evil. 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 Oh, James, do you know what's getting up my nose? What? Instagram. Why? Well, just, you know, there's just a component that's getting up on my nose. So there'll be a really popular post or something like that. And then I'll look in the comments because that's where I find a lot of my entertainment sometimes is yeah. in the comment section. In Instagram, I'm getting a bit disappointed. I go there and there's just people trying to use it as free advertising. Yeah, but I feel like you of all people would appreciate the hustle. No, that's lazy marketing. You can't just jump on someone's video or picture and then just start advertising in it. That's like have some dignity. I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah. No mean morals. Have some morals. <laughs> Do the work. Do the work. No, but I I don't think it's like yeah. I like it's annoying. Yeah, but like it definitely doesn't bother me as much as it it does you. Obviously, have, have you noticed Facebook has a new facility as well? No. So basically, oh, God, if, if there's a a story, before you share it, it will go. You haven't read this article, and you're going to share it. Oh, AI. So I do think that's good, actually, because I do yeah. just go around <laughs> sharing shit and not knowing what I've... I haven't even fucking read the article. And I'm just like, have you get a load of this? And I've got read it. and read the headline. So that's good. Stopping mass hysteria of <laughs> misinformation. Fake news. You know, fake news. That's what we're trying. So that that is good. I do. I commend Facebook for that. Lots more of those type of things need to happen. But that's a good start. Yeah, I hear you. Do you want to know something else that gets up my nose? Pray tell. References. References for a job. I feel that we've got to a day and age that are they even worth anything anymore? Just asking another person if mm. that's their real name. I'm not too crash hot on them. I had a job, job interview about 
when I started my job, so it was about four, three, four months ago. You know, they'd be like, oh, you've worked here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to update that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it wasn't like up to date. I never keep it up to date, ever. And then I, every time I go to a job interview, say if I stay somewhere for more than a year or a few years, and then it's kind of like, oh, you worked here. I'm like, oh, that was like a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh, shit. So, yeah. What about you? I would imagine someone like you keeps an up-to-date resume. Yes, but it chops and changes a lot. Yeah? Yeah, because... I just feel that I've done so much stuff now that I couldn't possibly put everything that I've done on a piece of paper mm. and keep your interest. Happy birthday. Thank you. And basically, I'm not going to put everywhere that I've worked on this piece of paper. I've, I'm 34. I've done a lot of jobs in my lifetime. And I, I'm not going to put it all on a piece of paper for you. So I trim it down to the most relevant roles that I've had for the job that I'm applying for. Yeah. Because let's face it, candidates, there's nothing, you're never shy of a mother. There's there's hundreds of people going for a job at any time. So you want to keep it relevant and not too long. Um, And then also I try and keep my references as relevant as well. But it's hard, you know, when you live in a world of micromanaging narcissistic managers and bosses you've got a lot of odd people in the workplace you really do Mm. that i almost feel that i honestly feel it should be the other way around i don't feel like you should be asking for my references i've spoken to you i've given you my resume the piece of paper of my of my life professionally and then I've also spoken to you on the phone because no one just goes straight to an interview these days. They, they normally have a, you know, they have a chat with you over the phone and then you have the interview. Hmm. Sometimes you even have another interview. So I feel you vetted me enough. If you can't pick up on the vibes and you pick up on how I'm communicating with you and you're not asking the right questions, that's on you. Hmm. I feel that I need to get references of your organization. I feel mm. that I want to speak to who works where you're working to see if you're blowing smoke up my ass. But on the flip side of that, though, Lise, I've worked places. I've gone into, like, like say, a toxic workplace. You know, the company has a bit of a clear out and then they employ new people and then it's a nice place to work. So I think it just, honestly, I think it just depends on the people. Has anyone ever been that honest with you, though? Oh, just so you know, it's been really toxic here. We've let a lot of people. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. I because I've always, but I, but saying that, I've always been on the you know base ground level jobs. Mm. So it's the kind of rapport where you know the workers, for want of a better word, are you know have a bit of a rapport, and they would you know give each other a heads up. Do you know what I mean? Be like, oh, watch out for this guy. You know, he's he, he can. Be so there's a- more camaraderie within the worker bees. For the for the base level um, jobs, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. And really? then obviously the, the higher up the hierarchy you go, then obviously it, it's all clicks, isn't it? At the end, because corporate, day. although is, my, my company's not not like that. Corporate is more of like mind games and fake persona. Yeah, yeah, that's weird actually, because um, the, the company I work at, there's there's like salespeople, and they have to go out. Yeah, and meet clients, uh, and they might do, you know, might take them for dinner, or not take them for dinner, but like they might go out to dinner with them. 
um, and stuff like that, I I would find that really intimidating. You know, what, taking people to dinner. Yeah, and Why? it's um, well, it's like someone said to me the other day that they went to like a corporate dinner. They were sitting next to like the heads of the company, and they'd be like, "Oh, I wish you know," and and all the other salesmen were like, "Oh, I wish I could sit there. If only you knew how lucky he was sitting next to so and so." But honestly, I don't look at people like that. Mm. They're just a man or a woman. Like I, if they're the CEO or you know whatever they're the big boss, I don't look at them like they're just a man. Like, I will talk to, like me personally, I feel like I can hold court in the highest of the high and the lowest of the low and still not uh, affect my integrity and and my dignity and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. But going back to resumes, though, yeah. I, it's I just of, feel like it would be really good if the new social etiquette. I'm surprised. I don't hear of anyone doing, like, video resumes, you know, where they sit down and film themselves. I've been asked in the past to do a, like, a video explaining why I want to do this job, what I know about the company and stuff like that. But I feel like you could do like a video resume. Yeah, you, you know, could. you could dress up professionally, have like a professional. But that's background. what the interview is these days. Most of the interviews are all done on Microsoft Teams. Mm. That's what it all is these days. But yeah, I don't know. I just with references, I think they're just silly. I think it's a, it's something that we used to do once upon a time. But I think it's, I think that it's used as a base level to gather what someone's experience is do you know what i mean yeah i think that's all they're used for i think now. it they're depends like, oh, you've on you've worked here or oh you've done this or you've trained in this oh great okay yeah but people move around so much mm. you know what would you do if like your reference has gone on maternity leave or you yeah. know moved to country yeah you know yeah. i just feel like no one really thinks about the things i think about yeah, the no, intricacies what, of everything. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, like, oh well, this person can never get a job now. Or they died. Yeah, because yeah. they have no references. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why I'm up for being anyone's reference. So, if you have a job coming up, <laughs> uh, give me a call. I will give you a smashing <laughs> reference. Yeah, but yeah, no, they like, were... yeah, they they run this town. <laughs> but I think that they are. Yeah, they just use a sort of a base reference kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is a waste of time, though. It's a pain in the ass. I think... I used to get references. I used to work in human resources, and people would give me references. And they were, the, the references were hilarious. There'd be people that would be like, who? Who, sorry? <laughs> and they would be like, oh, oh, my goodness, I haven't worked for them for 20 years. Uh, that, that happened a lot. Really? Or there would be people that were like, I, I don't know why they've given me as a reference because I I quite frankly don't like them. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. And I'd, I'd oh, well, they, they, they have given you as a reference. Yeah. Okay. It's just such a peculiar grey area. But I suppose companies need to go off something. They need to go they? off something, but it's not going off of your... Can you trust the references as well? Honestly, maybe, it's just a person saying some shit. Maybe the government shit. should start a database that companies can access to, you know, and you keep a, you know, it's like a government file. Because James, because they know the rest of our business. They're I'm, in, they're in all of our shit anyway. So we may as well. Just James, go I'm just saying, there's people that bury people under their patio, and they pass rental references. <laughs> So I'm just that's I'm just pointing this shit yeah, out. Yeah, this stuff goes on. Yeah, you know, I is it worth 
it's weight and salt. I don't think so. I play the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this is a funny game these humans yeah. are playing. <laughs> but I, but I do think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's like, no, get to know me, my vibe. Ask me questions if you like how I answer them. Maybe ask me different questions. Maybe because I also don't enjoy asking people the same set of questions. Maybe when you're interviewing someone based on their vibe and their set of careers and what they've been in tune with, maybe ask them some different questions, you know, be more intuitive Mm. and you'd get more from your candidate as well. Yeah. So rather than it's just, oh, I'm just going to go on the next question and I hate this one. Where do you see yourself in five years' time? Yeah, right. Hopefully alive. Hopefully alive. I actually said that the other day in an interview. Hopefully hopefully alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, I hate that question. I don't. I can't. I don't know what's happening tomorrow, let alone in five years' time. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If someone asks me that question, um... five years' time, my daughter will be twenty. Do you think (laughs) I want to think about five years' time? Like, if someone asks me that question, I'm just going to lie because. Yeah, I have no idea. I do kind of just tend to, because just talking from them, you can gauge what kind of response they want. So, mm. then, so then I'm like, okay, this person wants to hear this from Yeah, me. well, some, some companies have, you know, like policy where they, you know, they want to hear certain a certain phrase or a sentence, you know, to the questions that they deliver. Oh, and that's ridiculous as well. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's if, if it's such a specific answer... I don't want to work there. Yeah, how about this though? You can get like in 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 these modern times, you can get an accountant who's trained vocationally, who's done courses um, and work related training, but they will choose. But you know, so like a, an accounting firm would choose someone who's done um, got a master's degree in fine art, just because they've got that uni degree. Yeah, um, and it's like what. So I'm sorry. Where is the where is the balance there? Like someone has done vocational specific job training, but because someone's got a degree in something completely out of that that field, they get a job just because they got a master's degree. Yeah, it ain't right. It ain't right. Yeah, you know, it is a weird journey. The whole, um, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. <laughs> it's, mate, it's been snakes and fucking ladders for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. Yeah, right. I'm like 34 and I'm a fucking receptionist, James. Yeah, like, I'm going problem, backwards. Your problem is, is you're climbing on the snakes instead of the ladders. <laughs> instead yeah. of the ladders, isn't it? I thought it was a shortcut. Them's are some slippery snakes. Yeah, so I don't know. Who am I? Who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. So that's what I'll answer in my five-year plan <laughs> yeah i definitely would just lie and say oh i see myself here i don't even get nervous anymore what in interviews yeah never is that do people get nervous um, is that is that what happens because i i'm so desensitized now yeah about five years ago i farted in the job interview yeah you said yeah it was embarrassing yeah, but did you just gaslight them and just pretend it didn't happen? I, uh, I couldn't gaslight them I got a look of horror from the girl, and then you just ignore it. Pretty much, yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, that happened to me when I um when I had a job 
I was going to say where it is, but I won't. And um, yeah, this and he was an old guy, so you have to forgive him. Old people fart, don't they? They can't. They don't have the bodily mm. control that they did. I understand this. I have compassion. It's normal. But he, yeah, we were both looking at the computer screen, and then he just let one out and just looked at me, and I just gracefully just, I didn't even look at him back. I just kept looking at the screen. <laughs> Like I could see in my peripheral that he was like looking at me, you know, horrified, and I just thought, just keep looking at the screen. Yeah, I feel like you've had a lot of uh, situations like that in your yeah, life. Yeah, I've had so many like terrible, awful situations that that have even been traumatic. Have you ever gone out? Just you, ignore them. Is my advice. Out, have you ever gone out in new clothes with the clothes with the clothes tags still on? Yeah, loads. Yeah. Of course I would have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also, it's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. But my co-worker, he gave me a book today for my birthday. And that's I, I really liked that. That's lovely. And I thought maybe I need to stop using him as a counsellor and therapist so much. <laughs> because the book read, You're Not Broken by Dr. Sarah Woodhouse. <laughs> So I just thought, oh shit, uh, I probably, and I, now I think about it, I think I do overshare with him. So um, maybe I will read this book and I will let you know how this book goes. And hopefully I can help you to break free from your trauma and reclaim your life. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for tuning in and we will hear from you with our next podcast. Ciao. And click the little bell icon to get notified of my other podcasts. Thank you.